Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Small Print Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Elise, and I blog at roulettereader.wordpress.com. And I'm Dawn, and I blog at bangbangbookblog.com. And today we are discussing the final book in the Raven Cycle, The Raven King. We might be a little late on this, but uh, somebody, myself, takes forever to read books. So I don't know. Yeah, we'll discuss it, why this book took so long to read. So let's get started. All right. So we will start with dislikes. Oh, boy. And I I only have two. Um, uh, So I guess I'll go with my biggest dislike is, um, oh, man. See, the spoilers. (laughs) I know. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I'll be very vague. Okay, yeah. Okay, so there was a romance that I had an issue with. I I didn't really like it. We will do a spoiler edition and we'll go into it for those of you who either don't care or have already read it and you want to go in depth. Um, But I'll just stop at that. Yeah, Um, I definitely agree with you on that. Overall, I found the entire book disappointing. Um, a little bit of context. This is my favorite YA series. I love the Raven Boys. It's my one of my favorite books of all time. So I will admit that I had very high hopes for this book. Um, again, how do I discuss this without really giving up spoilers? Well, this be really vague. Well, okay. Um, I didn't feel like there was any significant action in this book. Everything kind of just moves along happens or doesn't happen and i feel like most of her books are like that her, her books have a flow it's they like they do have a flow a lot a lot a lot and then there's like this lull but of there, nothingness and then was, the last 20 pages all the good stuff i happens. know but there was something about this the pacing in this novel that just continually pissed me off and that's why it took me so long to read because i was getting bored and that never happens with these books her books are dense there's a lot in them there's character development happening along with very figurative language and i absolutely love that it's like a treasure chest like you have to search through and pick out the the gold bits but um between having so many characters in this book and having to figure out what's the purpose of this character uh i just i just found it horribly paced um and even the the exciting action at the end, I'm using air quotes here, um, like a page. It's a page. Yeah, I will say that. Oh, it's not a page. It's when it's at towards the last quarter. It's the a page quarter of the book where I know what you're talking about. Um, but you talk about when they find Glendower. Okay, but there's a no. I mean, clearly they know they're gonna find Glendower. It's the whole point Is of that the a book. Spoiler? No, it's not. Yeah, okay. They do eventually find him. That's the whole point. Okay. So the part up to that was i feel like that whole section was the climax but before that it was just like oh my god and i i was skipping i was mm-hmm. like we, we need here. to we need to this was this a up. skim read for me and i could not believe that like nothing in this book made me want to pay attention to it half as much as i did the other two and a half because blue lily lily blue was kind of difficult for me to read as well that book was like 100 percent filler um Let's see what else. Um, I'll let you make more comments. Um, I the only other bad thing I had was uh, I did not know the point of Henry. Mm-hmm. I felt Henry was just there to add um, diversity. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I didn't care for him. I completely agree. I didn't understand his place in the in the novel. I I appreciated the particular scene in the hole at Aglionby. I don't want to say what happens mm-hmm. because that is a spoiler. But um, Gansey goes through through some character development with. Um, Henry, but I feel like if you have 
given a second of thought to the series, you you kind of knew that about Ganzi already. That he has some things that he's got to let go in his own past in order to find the thing he's looking for in his future. Duh. Literally every character has told him that five times. So suddenly Henry shows up with this on the scene with this thing, and now it all makes sense for for Ganzi. Like that was not necessary, not necessary at all. Well, I feel like they have told him this, but at the same time, they're also in it to find Glendower with him. So no one is really like, man, I can't do this anymore. You know, I I can't start looking for this man again. It's hopeless. They they're all like with him the whole time. Well, neither did Henry. Henry never discouraged him from finding Glendower. So what was the point? But. But I still what feel is like, the point? But I still feel like Glendower was the end for him. I need to find this man. That was what drove him the entire book. And no one really said, eh, maybe not. Right. And I get that you're saying that what Henry was trying to show Gansey was like, think past Glendower. But hello, then what's the point of Blue? She's his love. But I think that she, her gives point, him enough context to look past Glendower. But, her, but coming from Blue's standpoint, she wants him to find, find Glendower so that he can get that wish so that he doesn't die. So that's her motivation to find him too. Yeah, and I, I, I'll give you that, but I don't know. It just didn't land for me. Okay. It didn't land. Um, and then I know we were talking about the waiting for Henry to reveal some kind of like nasty ulterior motive. I thought he was yeah. gonna end up like Kavinsky. Yeah. I thought something really bad was gonna happen. So every time he's on the page, I'm like, what is he doing? Why is this happening? So I was constantly questioning him, and I think that was why yeah. I didn't like his place in the book. Um, the last thing I can't say, because that's a spoiler. <laughs> um, is this a spoiler? The demon? Yeah. Okay, we won't talk about that. Then. I really have nothing else to say in this spoiler-free version. There was okay. just there was a lot of side plots that were happening in this book that kind of detracted from the main plot for me and they really didn't add up to anything so i was very frustrated by this book okay which is so disappointing because i wanted to love it and i'm not going to give it a horribly dismal rating because it's almost like with this book you have to keep in mind the other three books yeah um and so for that regard i'm not going to give it any less than a 3.75 but if this was a standalone novel i'd probably have given it like a 2.75 wow i know i'm sorry i'm very very sad <laughs> no, I, I, and that is the reason why I, I gave it a four and a half. And the only reason why I did that was because of the previous three books. Right. If it had not have been for the wondrousness of those three books, I would have been like, ooh. Right. Because I had way too many issues yep, with. I did too. I just feel like she has so much more potential than what is right. presented I mean, in this book. Steve Otter is clearly a very capable and excellent writer which is why I was unable to forgive so many of these plot holes and dropped characters, you know, character developments that happen in this book. And we'll get to that in the spoiler edition, but the final resolution was really a letdown for me. Now, like, see, I had the exact opposite reasoning yeah. for what you have. So I'm thinking that I'm missing something. And so because she's so cryptic and so metaphorical, I'm thinking I'm missing something. And that's the reason why it feels like a drop storyline or unimportant characters. Mm -hmm. No, that whole reveal or whatever at the end was, I saw it coming. I always knew it would happen exactly like that. I didn't see and that And for coming. me, I, I just didn't like it. I was I very disappointed. I, I didn't see that one coming. Like, I expect more from her. She is such a masterful author. She is a great storyteller. And then that's what she gives us? Hell no. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> so what did we like? <laughs> Um, okay, I, I liked that we get a little bit more information about Ronin's dreaming abilities. Mm -hmm. Um, that was interesting to me. I did not see that particular bit coming, and I'm not going to say what it is, because that's a spoiler. Um, I was satisfied with Blue and Gansey's particular storylines. That's what I wanted. Yeah. So that was good. Um, again, the writing itself is beautiful. Mm -hmm. She writes very very well and it's a it's a joy to read but it was just <laughs> the what she was saying that i didn't like um i love that one scene actually i can't say that it's a spoiler never mind <laughs> well i think the driving force of this entire book is her character development i feel like um ronan in particular i think is the most developed character Absolutely. in the series yeah, he is. um and gansey is a close second i i feel like i I want to be friends with these people, even though they're so damaged. I, I kind of want to know these people, especially Gansey. Mm -hmm. um, but I think her characters are just amazing. Yeah, I think that's one of the reasons. Not not to say anything that's wrong about her writing or anything, but I, I love her characters. No, I absolutely agree with you. And you're right. Ronan is the most developed character. Um, but I don't know where I was going to go with that. Sorry. Never mind. Back switch on that one. Um, trying to think of another positive that I liked. I like the, um, she has several themes hmm. going on. I think ultimately the theme is just like friendship and they have a, a wonderful friendship. I think, mm -hmm. as I said in my blog post, I think everyone would be lucky to have friends like Gansey, even Ronan. And I, and I think that Blue. these, the, the core group that's in this story, they're, they're not just friends. They're like family mm -hmm. to each other. I mean, they each come from a very untraditional family life. Um, and so they've kind of had the ability to say, you are my family. And I really like that. And that really translates to the page. They're so close. They would do anything for each other as we see in this novel. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they make the sacrifices when needed. And uh, yeah, but, and, and, and I, I think that's good because they each have this very significant issue with their family that kind of drives their entire character development. And so there is resolution in that in that they they are each other's family. I do appreciate that. Um, shall we move to the spoiler edition? I'm not done. No? Okay. I also liked, <laughs> last one, is that um, I've been reading a lot of books. And, you know, I know we've said this word to death, but tropes, <clears throat> and I do appreciate that uh, Steve Otter has managed to put characters who are experiencing um, abuse and mortality, so sexual identity, depression, retribution, unrequited love, greed, all those things that we see in other books, but it's totally against trope. So there's no insta-love. I don't think, well, they barely touch Blue and Gansey. Um, I see you smiling, but I don't say anything. Spoiler part, we'll <laughs> say that. <laughs> with that exception um you also mentioned that there was not a lot of action but i kind of appreciate that it doesn't have a lot of action i'm gonna mention um torch against the night that i also finished and i felt like the first like 100 pages of that book was just action 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 and no story mm -hmm. and by 100 pages i was done mm -hmm. with that book i'm like this this is so i don't care for action if there's no plot and i feel like hers exact opposite of there's there's a lot of plot and it doesn't really need a lot of action to break up any kind of serious subjects 
And I also want to mention the jealousy factor. So um, I like how she handled that whole situation. I won't say that because it's a spoiler, but there could have been many instances of jealousy and it wasn't the main focus. That's something that a lot of people, mm -hmm. not just teens experience and she didn't go that route. Mm -hmm. And I, I really appreciated it. So, and that's all I'll say about what I liked about it. All right. So okay. if you have not read the book and would like to keep your ears and eyes clean of well, spoilers. Before we do that, okay. if you are going to stop listening because you have not read the book yet, we'll mention that next week on June 15th, we're going to start our reread of Heart of Betrayal by Mary E. Pearson to get ready for Beauty of Darkness, which launches August 2nd. We have already reread Kiss of Deception, and I'll post those links, or you can just look down to SoundCloud and see the those links. And um, so we're going to get excited about Ooh, the last I'm very book. excited for that it's one of It mm -hmm. is my favorite. And oh God, I hope I don't have the reaction to at least I having really her because so, this this oh, was my it's series. Making me scared now. I know. Oh. This this was my series that I was I'm looking scared. forward to. Um, and yeah, you know, it's it's life. Sometimes yeah. it happens. Things don't work out the way you expect. <laughs> but we will we will cross that bridge together yeah. to see how that lasts. So if you want to read along with us, we will be reading chapters one through eleven, and we will be podcasting that on June fifteenth. All right. So we are now going to start the spoiler edition of The Raven King in five, four, three, two, uno. Bam. All right. Um, my biggest thing, well, there's a lot of biggest things, actually. As I was typing up my notes for this podcast, it just kept coming and coming. Um, I'm just going to say, I, for some reason, I never saw the demon as a threat to the main cast. He never crosses paths with them um, in, in like the majority of the novel. Uh, I also never believed that Gan Gansy would die permanently. I knew that that would Let's happen. go back to the demon. Wait, wait, wait. Because, okay, okay, no, no, go ahead. The demon is ex essential to the plot, though. Because the demon is sucking the life out right, of Kate's water. I understand. Water. That's, that's the entire series yes, is Kate's water. The demon physically itself is not doing anything to the four of them. He I is. He's killing them. The forest... The, yeah, and because because Ronin created the forest, he therefore is killing right. Ronin. Right, I know it. It, un, it like almost unmakes Ronin, but I don't and know. It's a it bee. was it was never like I'm like oh, it's that's a bee, it. and it, it just like hovers and buzzes. I don't know. I didn't like it. I did not. But that like is it. that is the that second is that thing came out of the hole. A I was like, bee. seriously. <laughs> I know it's too obvious. <laughs> Come on. But well, I mean, different. I get that. I get that she's made all these, like the Robo Bee. Oh my God. And when they die from the bee, they hear the buzzing. Right. I get that is a little bit on the nose. And she doesn't but, do that. That is, she is not an on the nose author. It was so lame. But I think in, in, in the spirit of Gansey needing to get over it and coming to terms with his fear, I think it, she, oh my she, God. it landed. It was so literal. It was so literal. I did not like it. I think maybe one would have been fine. I think the Robo Bee and the Demon were a little much. Yes. Maybe I, one I agree and not you. both would yeah. have been But okay. like, we're constantly being hit upside the head with buzzing, like, being like okay like bees and flies and everything they have like multiple vision lamonier i mean come on it's everything is this physical well, see, I didn't even catch that one well it, it was just so obvious i don't know i i wanted something better and ultimately it just it didn't feel like there were any stakes for these people you know a lot happens but it 
I, and I can't even articulate it other than it just fell flat. I knew that Gansey would find Glendower as clearly did everyone. And that, you know, I wrote that his kiss would, would result in exactly what was predicted in the beginning, but that Steve Otter was setting up some kind of contingency plan. Well, yeah, I would. I figured that. I don't think she was going to kill the main character. I did. And the fact that this I mean, is a fantasy. I almost wanted that to happen. Is that crazy? That is crazy because that is exactly what I did not want to happen. It's just like Jon Snow. I know. You don't want Jon Snow to die. It's a fantasy and therefore she can do whatever she wants with him. Right. No, totally. She could have made him a god. I mean, liberty. she could have done everything she, she we're wanted. Not, we're not arguing that she does or doesn't have the power to do that. I'm just saying I didn't. I didn't appreciate it. I I, I did because I mean this entire series were like she kisses him and he dies and it happened and I was weeping. I was like, oh God, no. But and then I figured he would come back to life. Thank yeah. God I would have been very upset if he had no. Yeah. Let's see if I can segue off of that into something else. Um gosh. Let's keep talking about the demon. Uh, what actually happened to the demon? Theories? I think she it died because Cave's water died. Okay. Yeah, she she kind of leaves that a little bit open-ended. She doesn't exactly say, the demon is dead. Or the demon went back to sleep. Um, I Like I said, I felt like the demon itself had this build-up of trying... She tried to build it up as being like terrifying. It's on making everything. This bee is going to destroy the world and then nothing. Well, wasn't it said in Blue Lily that there's a king that you're, or something that's supposed to wait? Right. That's and they, the thing. They that they will. Right. I understand yeah. that. Um, you know, I, I get that, yes, Gansey died to kill it, but I, I don't know. I would have liked to have experienced the bees of making a little bit more. It was a little bit anticlimactic for me. But maybe it's because I already hated the demon itself. Like it's You're supposed to book. hate the demon. You know what I mean. You didn't see the point of it. I didn't see the point of it. Okay. Right. Um, do you have any other comments about the demon? Um, no. Okay. I'm gonna go back up. Let's talk about Blue. Okay. Blue bothered the hell out of me in this book. She was not, barely not in it. Not the character itself, but the fact that she was barely in it. Okay. Um, well, I think it's because her book was last. Her she was that was her book. Her story she, wasn't done. Especially because at the end of the last book, we now meet her father. She meets her father, which at the beginning of the Raven Boys is a big thing. It's a big chip on yeah. her shoulder. Um, I really hated the way that Steve Otter did not develop that storyline whatsoever. He he hides in a freaking cupboard and then in a tree the whole book. Like, feel free to jump in at any point. Here. No, I agree. I I, he, yeah. I was waiting for something More. magnificent to happen with this character. And he's just a tree light. I, I don't know what that means. He was, did he... He was a what to Glendower? He was his like advisor. Okay. Um, and he is the one that put the idea in Glendower's head for him to be brought to this area, um, to be put on the ley line so that he could survive and live. Mm -hmm. And clearly, that didn't work. And Mara didn't know any of this. She just met this guy yep. out on the street yep. somewhere. Yep. All the time to look for Glendower. He's his damn advisor. Yep. I found that unbelievable. Did you say wanted to pay? Yes. <laughs> Clearly, because Blue is here. Um, yeah, and that that also did not add up for me. I mean, she she has obviously psychic powers, but she is herself very intuitive, and I felt like at some point she would have figured out that. I mean, they imply that he was a different person when she met him, because. Blue keeps asking when he's hiding in the cupboard, like, what is his deal? And Mora's like, hands up. She don't know. This isn't the guy she met. He's been, like, depleted and all that kind of stuff. 
which did they explain how he got back down in the cave because they found him in the cave last book do you know what i'm talking about maybe he wasn't even really there wasn't he dead in the tomb with him or they found bones and they were like oh this must be i don't know yeah i just read it like last week i know i i missed that how he either got out or whatever um so yeah back to blue it is suddenly revealed that blue in fact does have her own set of metaphysical powers she's not a psychic but she is a tree light so she has this connection with trees that i didn't really understand i didn't feel like that was explained you know what i felt like a i don't know because i put this in my blog i felt like this was like a a commentary on deforestation it just seems like a lot of cutting down of trees and save the trees yeah i'm like is she trying to tell us something or what what is i don't don't understand why with all the trees and the oldest tree is going to save cave water and the tree is bleeding and oozing oil and that's what i thought that artemis was going to serve the purpose of being that oldest tree. yeah i thought so too because he is he was around before caves water was around Mm -hmm. because ronin dreamt caves water that's the like one of the big reveals of this novel I did not see that coming at all. No, I did didn't. not see that at all. And she was just like, oh, yeah, I drank cave water. I know. And I, what? I know. I'm like, alrighty <laughs> then. I'm trying to look up something. Ronan mentions tree lights when he is attempting to um, save cave water or save Gansey in the end. I can't find it. I don't even remember. Either way. Yeah, I don't know. Um, okay, so I, okay, we were talking about tropes earlier, and one of the tropes that I did not appreciate, that I, I didn't really pick up on until this book, um, is that of Blue being the girl who just doesn't get other girls and refuses to. Um, even though Blue has her own girliness, like her own specific girliness, she's into fashion, like this really odd sense of fashion. And I know, like I've got here, it totally wouldn't have fit in with the Raven Boys theme, but I really just like the series promotes the idea that th- there's a girl who thinks that she's above all the other girls just because she doesn't get them. I find I found that bothersome to me. She, I mean, I don't know. That would have. I'm not necessarily saying that Maggie needed to include other girls in the plot, but she makes it openly obvious that Blue does not give a shit about being friends with anyone other than these guys. That bugged me. I can't go into it any more than that. Do you think it may be a little bit autobiographical? Probably. Because she comes across she as... She does. She does say, I just hated the world and yeah. I wore all black. Oh, and... absolutely. So... For sure. Maybe she's me. a little bit of blue. Who knows? Yeah. I didn't pick up on that, but I can see why. I, I mean, I, I guess I, I picked up on it because I already felt disconnected from her in this book, whereas I didn't in the other three. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. So let's talk about Adam and Ronan. Yeah, I'm not feeling that at all. Um, I It came out of nowhere. I felt like there was no clues that he, that Adam was into guys. There was just all of a sudden. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm, a couple of books before something, but I mean, he never said he'll get away from me either. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, suddenly they're madly in love and like planning their lives together. It was just too much. Yeah. Too much, too little, too late, I think. Three books where he's literally obsessed with Blue. 
like he knows that she is with Gansey. He's known the whole time because that comes out in this book. They confront each other about it and they admit to the fact that they like each other. And then literally chapters later, Ronan is kissing Adam and they're now a thing. I could see like if the first kiss and he was just like, oh, whoops, that happened. And then the second time he's like, eh, I'm not ready for that. But no, no. we're full on making out. And right. I'm like, hmm. And again, she, that. she makes no, she makes no attempt to explain maybe he's bisexual um, at all throughout the first three books. And yeah, I, I wasn't, it's not that I didn't, I wanted Ronan to be happy. So I was happy that Ronan got his happiness because at first I thought this is just going to make Ronan hurt even more. Yeah. But then I was like, okay, apparently Adam's into that. That's fine. But it doesn't make sense to the plot for me yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, I don't I know if I want to make my other comment about that, but... I mean, you can. It's well, a valid comment. I don't know. I just... No, I'm not going to. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's see if I have any more notes about Adam and Ronan. Um, no, I don't. Okay, Glendower. For me... Gansey just having to ask Caveswater where Glendower was was such a disappointing cheat. I know. Okay. <laughs> How many freaking times were they in the forest talking about finding Glendower? At some point, you think this intuitive, magical forest would have been able to sense that and show him. That was so... But I guess he didn't oh my say God. the words. Oh, please. Everything else about what he's doing is saying that he wants to find Glendower. The forest knew why they were there. It was constantly trying to lead them through itself. What the heck? All I can think of, once again, I am trying to find some rational, some rationale behind Steve Otter's, Steve Otter's um, motives for everything. And all I can think of is that if you want something, you have to ask for it. And he never did. And he finally just asked for it. I other than that that was a big like i was like you mean to tell me i know i know that he just follows the damn ravens because noah led him to the damn ravens and then he just goes to the freaking museum and he's there i know i was like oh that was my. and so, then he's dead yeah i i was not happy i was so pissed about that. i was so pissed it was a waste of development <laughs> also um if they were alive why wasn't glendower so is Caves Water's power fallible? I don't like plot holes. What do you mean if they are alive? Gansey, mm -hmm. because of Caves Water. Ronan almost died because Caves Water almost died. So if, if Glendower was brought over there and put into Caves Water or put on the ley line, how is he not alive? What happened there? I don't know. It just didn't work for him? I don't remember. Oh my God. He wasn't alive. <sighs> I just, I don't like it. It was at that point when I was like, yeah, Steve Otter was literally like, eh, I'm good. Let's wrap this up. Well, Aurora was dying, mm -hmm. which made, which made Ronan die. Um, how, because if, if the creator dies, then their offspring dies too. Mm -hmm. Or their, you know what I mean? Um, but. And that makes sense because Ronan wanted to make sure that he saved. Then. Matthew. No, because wait, wait, okay. So if that's logic, then if Ronan dies, then Cape Water dies. But it made it seem like Cape's Water was dying, so Ronan was dying. What? Right. It just doesn't make any sense. That is. She like sense. flipped it. I don't see how a, if a dream dies, the dreamer also dies. That doesn't make sense to no, me. No, if and the dreamer dies, but that's right. But that's, but that's what, what was happening because Cape's Water right. is the dream. Right. So how does that also make unmake 
Ronan. I guess because Aurora died, so everything after that died. But even okay, yeah, because Ronan is her offspring. Either way, see, it's just so convoluted. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. If you have figured this out, let us know. Please tweet us at Small Print Pod. Um, but it just did not make sense to me. And I think uh, I when that second he. The second he just had to ask for Glendower, I was like, no, <laughs> no, I did not just hustle through this book for that. This took me forever. And I would sit it, see it sitting on my coffee table and just be like, no, not today. I can't, which is very disappointing. That is not yeah, the reaction I wanted I to have. Yeah, because I gave you this book three weeks Literally, ago. I no, started no, no. reading it. At the beginning of April, you gave me this book. I read, I started reading that book last week and I finished the beginning and of she's May. still not done. Oh. You, you, you went through spoilers to find what happens in the end. Yep. I was like, I'm done. I'm good. Oh. So I think that's it. That's all that I really have that I wanted to say. I did feel horrible when I when like Aurora was being unmade. That was very sad. Yeah. Um, Neve totally deserved to die. Mm-hmm. You know that was a huge betrayal. Why? Okay. So why did what's the name? Lemire. Lamonier. Lamonier. Oh, wasn't even close. He shoots the gray man. Why did he shoot the gray man? Exactly. And then the gray know. man just doesn't die. He just ends up at the auction. And then he shoots his daughter. I know. And then everyone's like, peace. Yeah. Including Sindwin. <laughs> Henry's mom. What? I don't understand any of that mess. I just remember an, an S. Yeah. Sunduck. Sunduck. Yeah, that was hard. I to don't understand any of it that. Didn't, right. That's the magical collectors didn't make any sense to me. I don't think any of those characters needed to be in the book. We could have just had the pipe Piper with the demon and Neve, and those would have been the demons. I don't understand what it had to do with her dad, other than maybe she was trying to prove that she was yeah. this big ass big bad bitch yeah <laughs> um, that was it i didn't get anything else from that that yeah. did not need to be that's all i scene. got from that she was just trying to same with henry's mom her. he didn't even need to bring her into the story i mean she warned declan that people were coming but again none of it needed to even be there um yeah i agree so i was just like nope i'm good and do you know what the 621 meant I don't. Um, I thought that was cool. I liked the circ. I forgot to say that in the beginning. Um, I liked the circular time thing because I'm into that kind of like quantum physics type stuff. But I, it was never fully explained, so I can't say that I figured it out. And last thing, yes. Did you did you happen to find the part where Noah dies? Because I don't know what went what happened to him. No, and that was another issue of mine. Um, Noah is this huge driving force. Um, especially in the first book because we find out that he was murdered in caves water and that um his death meant that gansey lived so i thought that was i thought that was great but as a result noah should have been more of a central part in yeah. this novel and they largely ignore him unless he's attacking one of them mm -hmm. and i i hated his character ending and i i get the sense that he was holding on to the rest of his spirit to further help gansey come back Maybe that wasn't he was done. Just waiting for him to ask. That's what help. I'm saying. Right. He 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 was there so that Gansey could live again. Because Noah had to die again, mm -hmm. and he does at the end of the book. That's that's what I got from it. But we do. But is there a moment where he actually There's, dies? No. I think that would have been a, a wonderful moment because right. I really did like Noah. I like Noah better than and Adam. That was the major complaint that, like, when I was reading blogs and reading reviews and stuff, people are like, Noah did not get his proper goodbye. Um. 
we do get a little glimpse into who he was when he was alive, mm-hmm. but that happened way in the beginning of the book. Yeah. Or kind of the middle when they're at the school event. But yeah, he didn't really get his due justice, which is strange. Yeah. Because he's this mysterious character all throughout the novel. Like, okay, we figured out that he's alive. Well, alive, air quotes again, because he was killed on the ley line, but it had to serve some other purpose. Otherwise, why would he be hanging around? So that's my guess. He sacrificed the rest of himself for Gansey. Again. I know. He got screwed. Mm-hmm. Well, it had a nice happy ending. Um, yeah, I, I do enjoy a happy ending. We all know this. Um, so the ending made sense. Yeah, it did. I, uh, just had a problem with the journey in this, in this last book. I wasn't that upset about it simply because of the first three books. Like Mm -hmm. I said, the first three books kind of, it helped that score, Mm -hmm. um, compared to all the stuff I've read about 56 books this year and compared to the 56 books I've read this year, this is probably in the top five simply because of the storytelling and the characterization. And so I kind of have to compare it to the other stuff I've been reading. And based on that, sure. Yeah. It's, I read this any day over some of this other stuff that I've had to read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Again, Maggie Stiefvater is a joy to read. She's such a great author. She develops characters really well. It's just, I wanted more because I, because I have such confidence in her ability to I think, tell a I story. I think Dream Thieves was just like the, pinnacle and everything after, after that, that it was just like if it doesn't come close to that it's just not blue I blue agree. lily i didn't remember anything that happened in that book i only Nothing. remembered the ending in yep. the caves yep and that was the only really major thing we got from that book we yep. find gwenlian and the demon and um they're one step closer but that's that's all i remember from that that book. was it that was mostly filler they continue to be conflicted about their relationship with each other and it was yeah not great. All right. Well, once again, do you have anything else? No, I'm good. Okay. Mm-hmm. So once again, we will be doing a reread of Hard Betrayal. We've already done Kiss of Deception, and you can find those um, on our SoundCloud. It's at Small Print Podcast. Um, starting June, well, June 15th, we're going to be discussing chapters 1 through 11 of Hard Betrayal to get ready for Beauty of Darkness. And we're really excited about that. And I pray to Jesus <laughs> that this last book is great because, oh. like, I think Winner's Kiss was, I thought it was okay. I know you were kind of like, meh. I know. This has not been a good year for me in it's terms of It's a lot of, of enders yeah, this year. Endings, yeah. So, ooh. So I'm hoping that this is a very good ending. Please, Mary, please make it good. <laughs> um, but other than that, yep. we'll catch you on the flip side. Okay, bye.